Bush and Richie with your podcast for home time and um, well what's coming up I mean we're all over the place that's fair to say isn't it well, I think what, without giving too much away, because you don't want to spoil the excitement for people, you're about to hear a show that has uh, takes a few very unexpected twists and turns, but it's high energy all the way. Would it be fair to say that you're about to hear a show a little bit akin to uh, Kenneth Kendall and Treasure Hunt back on Channel 4 back in the 80s? It, you're going to have to explain that programme to me because I don't think I've ever seen it. Are you kidding me? I've never seen Treasure Hunt, no. Annika Rice, helicopters, oh, jumpsuits. was that her? Yes, I, I didn't realise that was Treasure Hunt. Kenneth Kendall, bloke in a brown suit. So where was Challenge Annika then? Was that like her BBC follow One, her difficult second album after <laughs> yeah, it was. Treasure Hunt? Yeah, she wasn't hunting treasure, she was just rallying people to build scout huts for free. <laughs> OK, so what, what, what about that show uh, um, is like our show then that they're about to hear? Someone running around in a jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't see what you're wearing today, so now we know. That's amazing. Jumpsuit, big up, uh, big bum. <laughs> Me, that is. It's the podcast. <laughs> I have to share this with you. Spoke to my dad this morning. who had his vaccine yesterday, his, his COVID jab. Uh, so as his son, obviously... Delighted to hear that uh, he's had the call up and uh, and had the jab. And I was asking him how it all was. And he said that the lady at the desk when he checked in remarked on how smart he looked. And I said Ooh. to Dad, I said, what, what, what were you wearing? And then he goes, well, in fairness, I'd put on a shirt and a tie and a blazer. <laughs> and I I had to laugh. I said, Dad, that is <laughs> that is rather eccentric for your COVID jab. And he just came back at me and said, he said, son, I've got absolutely nothing in my diary at the moment. None of us are doing anything. This felt like a really big, exciting day. I thought I'd get dressed up for it. I feel like your old man was on the hunt for maybe a, a Sky News interview on the doorsteps of the uh, his local <laughs> GP surgery, hoping to get lucky. Fair play, though. You know, I do worry about this. And this is a couple of things at play here. Firstly... You know, like older people, I love the fact that they still dress smart. I worry for our generation. When we get to that age, what are we going to be wearing? Do you know what I mean? Like tatty old jeans and, and you know, and stuff like that. Ripped shorts or uh, cargo pants that we've been using to paint, you know, de- redecorate rooms in. So you've got that going on. Secondly, with the whole lockdown thing, it is difficult to keep up appearances because, I don't know what you're saying at the moment, I, I'm, I'm not impressed with what I'm wearing. And, and it, I've gone to pot. This is lockdown three, to be honest with you. It's, it's shameful. T-shirt and jeans, in answer to your question at the moment, pretty standard. But, uh, but I, it's, it is a strange one, isn't it? I love the fact that he, he, he got dressed up. I, I think it's worth the question, what are you getting dressed up for at the moment? We are months and months and months into all these lockdowns. At the moment. Are you still making an effort? Kerry says, I put on a full face of makeup just to go to the McDonald's drive through today. Good for you, Kerry. Uh, Just in that last song, Richie has sent us on our um, Hometime WhatsApp group a a photo of the hat that his dad wore uh, to go and get his injection uh, or whatever. And he's proper smart. People might just be listening to this thing and now he's just thrown on a blazer or whatever. uh, He looks like um, a speakeasy from like the 1940s, (laughs) 1950s, that kind of thing. Was he wearing spats? He must be wearing spats. (laughs) He would have have been a smart hat, definitely. Very smart hat indeed. Uh, Mark says uh, he did the big shop and put his best boots on and sometimes a nice shirt to match as well. Uh, Amy says, my husband and I are going to a virtual comedy show on Saturday in our living room. I intend to wear a lovely outfit for it. Early days here. 
and the whole working from home thing for me has, has, has all fallen apart in the last five, ten minutes. Bush, my microphone is broken. Uh-oh. We can get away with most things. We can change computers and all that kind of stuff. But if the mic's broken, that's kind of the, the end of it, isn't it? <laughs> I'm talking to you through my iPad right now, leaning down onto the desk. I feel, I feel, I feel like some kind of granddad. <laughs> this is so bizarre. So you don't have any microphone at all. You're just kind of shouting in the, uh, in the lounge right now. Literally shouting into my iPad, like on a really, really bad FaceTime call. And I, I can't even see any of their texts or tweets about whether they're still dressing up smart for things. Well, there's some fantastic stuff coming in. Obviously, Richie's dad uh, got doled up to go and have his uh, his uh, jab, his vaccine the other day. Have you dressed up for anything recently? Mrs. H says, I've got an eye test tomorrow, so I'm going to dig out a nice dress, put my face on and rock some heeled boots. I'll be sitting in the dark room, but whatever. And Kat <laughs> says, I sometimes put on a bra when picking my daughter up from nursery. Does that count? Yeah, that works. <laughs> Keaton coming, 8.12.15 for text, tweets at Absolute Radio. Do you know what? I think I'm going to head for the tube. I'm going to try and get into the studio. Richie currently hot-footing it into the studio. Imagine a split screen, me talking from home, cutting a Richie uh, like planes, trains and automobiles trying to get into central London. Hopefully he'll be with us very soon. His microphone is broken. High working from home drama. But we are talking about the fact that Richie's dad went in to get his COVID vaccination, uh, fully dressed with a blazer and all this kind of stuff. He dressed up to the nine. So if you've doled up recently for whatever reason, and it's important to, rather than just tracky bottoms like I always seem to be wearing, get in touch. John in Cumbria says, gents, like Richie's dad, I had a medical appointment during lockdown, a hernia assessment, and a dress smart, lounge suit with a tie, polished shoes as well. Uh, most days in recent months spent wearing jeans and T-shirts around the house or lycra for road cycling, so we had properly doled up. And this is a bit of interesting intel. Fee says, uh, every Saturday night during lockdown, me and my friends do a thing called Dress Up Night under the hashtag on Twitter, hashtag Saturday Night Lockdown Attire. Pirates, cowboys, Hawaiian, Rocky Horror, 80s, Greece, the works. Uh, let's go to the phones and speak to Cheryl. Cheryl, how are you doing? Where are you calling from? Um, I'm in Hereford. Is there? Is it nice and sunny in Hereford? Do you feel like things are starting to get back to normal a little bit? Is there the, the, the green shoots of optimism going on? Not really, no. Still raining. <laughs> raining, miserable, horrible. Uh, I tried. <laughs> uh, Cheryl, mate, I tried. Uh, tell us then about you getting doled up for... You, you got your COVID vaccine tail end of last week and you got doled up. Tell us about it. I did. I had some new jeans and some new shoes for my lockdown birthday, which was last week. And I just thought, you know what? What better time to crack them out than to go for my COVID vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's weird. Obviously, Richie's dad got dressed up for his vaccine. There's another guy who texted in earlier on. He got dressed up for his vaccine. What, what an unusual thing to get dressed up for. But I, I feel like in this, you know, this year where everyone's calendars just being completely wiped out and nothing's going on, I guess this is a statement thing, you know, a standout thing that you're doing. It is really, yeah. I mean, it's 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 like a, a day out, isn't it? You know, you've had an invite to go somewhere. <laughs> Fantastic. And were people impressed when you when you were doled up in your your new jeans and everything like that for your vaccine? Oh, oh absolutely. I could see everyone was very jealous in my new shoes. Fantastic. I'm proud of you, Cheryl. <laughs> Cheers for listening to the show. No problem. Thanks very much. 
We left you on a cliffhanger. Would Richie get into the studio in time to resume the show after his microphone broke earlier on? And we have an answer for you right now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for injecting drama into the show tonight, but yeah, I've made it in. Hello. Hey, that spiced it up a little bit. You know, things get the same, don't say me when you're working from home. There's some brilliant jeopardy. It was a bit of a shot of adrenaline, actually, going back to yesterday's show. I think your microphone gave up and you, you managed to get in within 20 minutes, which is an amazing thing. Yeah, it is an amazing thing. Um, my mind has turned to food very quickly. Pancake night tonight. I was looking forward to pancakes at one minute past seven as I moved from the bedroom into the kitchen. It's now going to be at least 7.45. Oh, that's it, yeah. The swings and roundabouts, but you're doing it for the love of the content, for the love of the show. That's the main thing. But here's the thing, right? Pancakes, all about using things up in the kitchen. I believe that's where it all comes back to, the whole pancake day, using up stuff in the kitchen before Lent starts. Are you using stuff up in life? doesn't have to be food right now. I know we talked about my old man and his blazer uh, before five o'clock. He is still using lettered headed paper to write letters from a house that we lived in two houses ago because he's still trying to use it all up. <laughs> That's incredibly confusing. I find it bizarre that he's got the, uh, you know, he's kind of well turned out and he's... Was that someone talking? It's <laughs> my Apple Watch going off. Don't worry, it's just uh, more tech throwing itself at the show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I find it interesting that he, um, you know, he's very well turned out and presented your dad. I'm sure he was there on time, like you always are, for his appointment for the vaccine and everything like that. Yet he's writing letters on, on headed paper for a property he doesn't even live in anymore. <laughs> you, you can't write back to the paper that he's written to you from on. He's, it's an enigma. He's an enigma. Just to chuck my own uh, side of things in here, um, I got excited in the pound shop, the factory shop around the corner here in Leon C, about a week or so ago. I thought, right, let's get a load of bin bags, and I'm sick of us running out of bin bags and get a load of them. And they were on offer, and I bought a load of them, probably seven or eight packs. You know when you've bought too many, but you think, this is going to last us for ages. And they're all for little tiny foot pedal bins that you get in the bathroom. Matthew says, still trying to use up my old Dungeons and Dragons rule books uh, by selling them on eBay. Good work for you, Matthew. That's they're worth a few, Bob, if you've got one of the early editions of Dungeons & Dragons. Keep them, though. It's a good thing. It's your imagination. Uh, David Crane says, uh, he sent a photo on Twitter. He says, I still have this beauty I use for taking quotes for sports journalism work, and I used it for a 90s footy quiz I hosted in September. As you can see, still a few pages left, and he's done the hashtag biggest pad ever. And he's not wrong. It's a giant A4-lined pad, and it's still going strong. Hey, the one thing on the front page of it that dates it the most, Woolworths. <laughs> Great. Oh, sorry. Very quickly, this text has just come into the show. Guys, why didn't the studio courier over a brand new microphone for Richie? Then he could have had his pancakes on time. I just want to put it out there. It's a good, that's what the public are saying this evening, Richie. And I feel like the public are on my side. And yeah. uh, that is a really, really good point. I'm looking at, I'm looking face to face at our producer for the first time since about December the 18th. So um, yeah. uh, in a minute, I'll, I'll get him to answer that question for us. But, Accountability. Uh, <laughs> that's what's changed now that Richie's in the studio. Uh, Marcus Weatherstone says uh, he's still on the vinegar that they had a best before date of 2017. Nate has got involved. He says he bought 160 suet fat balls for the birds to eat. Turns out they eat about one a month. They'll likely outlast me, he adds. <laughs> uh, George, tell us what you're using up. Uh, I was halfway through... Uh making my beef noodles and uh, yeah all I could find was an old pot noodle at the back of the cupboard Wow just just to clarify there George so you, you're making yourself a little stir fry thing with noodles you realise you don't have any noodles left that are just normal plain ones so you've raided an old pot noodle to add them in is that correct? 
Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and so, you know what? It tasted quite nice, I have to say. We're d- delighted for you. I mean, it's pancake night, and, and you're not making pancakes. You're repurposing a very old pot noodle for a beef, beef stir fry. I'm a little bit concerned. <laughs> well, I'm changing it to Chinese. I like that. He's kind of changing with the flavours and stuff. It's a bit of a fusion yeah, exactly. thing going on around at George's house. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good for you, George. Thank you very much. Uh, John Hopkins says, if you were to ask that question to my other half, she would say gas. The amount of times our heating has been on this week. Don't use our phone in, John, and other people to try and have an axe to grind against someone else that you live with. We're not, you know, it's not that kind of show. It's a family show, this. Uh, Emily says, we moved house in October 2020. I kept finding shampoos and soaps that I'd previously bought or been given in various places and forgotten about. October 2020, they moved house. Emily says, I've only just run out of soap. So how's your day been working at home, been all right? It's been okay? Richie's had a bit of a, uh, an up and down day. He had to race into the studio because his microphone broke in the first hour of the show. But I don't know about anyone else. If I ever get a slight break, I'm straight upstairs to have a coffee and then go on the computer. That's how I kind of do my escapism. And it's lockdown. I think whatever gets you through, escapism is more important than ever. So this morning, just to let you into a little insight into my life, this morning I was on my favourite computer game, Deliverance Kingdom Come. It's quite an old game now, but I absolutely love it. And I spent 20 minutes feeding chickens on a 13th century farm in Bohemia. Brilliant. And you know what, it was brilliant. It was absolutely it was so much fun. It was so relaxing. I got lost in the moment. It's a really realistic depiction of what life in that area was like in, in the 13th century. Like you're living in history. And then I realised, oh my God, I've got to get onto this meeting with you guys. So <laughs> I, I saved the game, jumped onto our weekly home time teams meeting with our boss, Paul. And as we were chatting about important stuff to do with the show and this and that and whatever and, and bits to do with the radio station, I was thinking secretly to myself, you guys didn't realise that six or seven minutes ago I was feeding virtual chickens. It really was an amazing thing. Uh, so I just wanted to ask people in this final hour of the show tonight, right, how have you wasted time in a virtual world recently? Richie, you're also a fan of virtually wasted yes. time in virtual environments. Yes, I am. I, I can. I, I see your uh, medieval chickens and I raise you with uh, driving HS1 between uh, St Pancras and Ebsfleet International uh, last night oh. on Train Sim World 2 two on my Xbox. That is going to get me absolutely nowhere whatsoever, but it wilded away half an hour of my time. Now, I remember this was a show about uh, four or five days ago. You were quite excited because you were going to download, this is downloadable extra content, HS, whatever it is. Is that right? Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, yeah. It's the high speed one. Is it good to go underground? Do you do any underground? Uh, Underground at 120 miles an hour, mate. But what can you see, though, as, as, a, as a video game? It's just pitch black. Nothing. Is that right? <laughs> wow. And then you just come out the other end. It might be even more pointless than your feeding chickens. <laughs> Look, if you want to swap games at some point, I'd love to give it a try. You might have to enjoy the chicken things. At least you're in the, out in the open air, getting a bit of sunshine on you virtually. I shared that I was uh, playing this rail simulator uh, called Train Sim World 2, uh, and I've been a bit hooked on the HS1 from St Pancras to uh, uh, Ebbsfleet. <laughs> Mark has just tweeted, have you overshot the platform yet? I'll have you know, Mark. Steady I'm... on. <laughs> I've done nothing of the sort. Very controlled. It's a little bit personal. It's very personal from Mark. This text says, guys, uh, you 
asked the question about spending time in a virtual world. I play Elite Dangerous, uh, and I'm part of a group called the Fuel Rats. We rescue stranded commanders and have just returned from the centre of our galaxy, <laughs> and it's still locked down three. Do you know what? I, I've actually tried to play that game, and you know, we did a thing a few weeks ago about being too thick to do something. I didn't understand what was going on in Elite. I haven't got a clue. Hey, at least I can drive trains. Uh, exactly. How have you been wasting time in a, a virtual world? Amy, what have you been doing? I have downloaded Roller Coaster Tycoon, which I had as a child, and um, have been building theme parks and uh, getting little virtual handymen to clean up little bits of virtual vomit after people have been on <laughs> really, really full That's on amazing. It's so weird because our producer, Adem, has done exactly the same thing. He's just downloaded oh. uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon because he had it as a kid as well. So it's some kind of nostalgia trip, right? Yeah, 100%, definitely. <laughs> would I enjoy it, considering I wouldn't go on a real-life roller coaster in a million years? Yes, you would, because I'm exactly the same as you. I absolutely hate going on roller coasters. I'm such a wuss, um, but I I really enjoy building them and making them do things. It's, re- it's really well, good. <laughs> That must be the same reason I like in, used to like watching Airport, that programme, even though I wasn't a massive fan of flying. There's something kind of uh, detached and nice about it. You know, you don't have to get on it. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I've, the only problem is I downloaded it on um, on Steam and it tells you how many hours you've played it for. And like, I, I don't think I want to know how many hours I've played it for. <laughs> don't ever look. Downloading it. Don't no, ever look. I'm not going to anymore. <laughs> I'm not telling my wife the number of times I've driven between St Pancras and Ebsley on a train. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, given his hard oh, drive, it's the least of his worries. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Amy. Good to chat. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Uh, Martin Jobling on Twitter says he's currently driving for an obscure German F1 team in the 1988 World Championships. <laughs> Good on him. Uh, Georgina's texted, my six-year-old son has got me so engrossed in a game called Among Us. I pretend I'm playing Ooh. it for him, but in reality, I'm playing it for me. When he's sleeping... I'm still playing and going wild. At least she's honest. Uh, Phil says, I spent a lot of time stroking dogs in Red Dead Redemption 2. Phil, mate, if that's code, you're banned. <laughs> uh, and let's go to the phones. So we've got Alex on the line. Alex, what have you been doing to waste time in a virtual world then? I am... Um, both my kid, I've got three kids and two of them uh, play a game called... Uh, a platform called Roblox. And they introduced me to a game called Paintball which uh, I became absolutely pro of it and absolutely addicted to it. However, 95% of other, uh, my, my competitors are probably 13 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, my, my eldest daughter, who's 11, plays Roblox, so you're, you're absolutely trouncing people like her, who's 11 years old at paintball. How do you feel? <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. You, you made me feel even worse now. But yeah, it's, it's absolutely true. Uh, and I've been uh, absolutely addicted to it to the point to uh, even buy Roblox for myself to buy better guns. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, well done for being such an achiever. It's it's brilliant. We're we're proud of you. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Jim, earlier on, I mentioned the Fuel Rats, who are a group who play a computer game called Elite Dangerous. And I was just saying, I tried to load the game and didn't know what was going on. Felt yep. like I was too thick. They've just got back in touch. They've invited me into their clan, <laughs> right? Uh, it says, Bush, after 2,500 hours of game time, there's still loads to learn in Elite Dangerous. Jump into the... And their actual chat room is called Rat Chat. And ask there, they're a great bunch of rats that can answer every question, says C- Commander Flyingzilla, FR1799. I haven't heard anything in the last 15 to 20 seconds that doesn't make me want to urge caution to you and suggest this is not what you should do. 
I'm diving into rat chat. You can't stop me. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast, uh, another Hometime Show podcast. And I just want to pick up on the thing that Richie left you with at the very start when we introduced the show. And I want you to have this in your mind as you go to bed this evening and you close your eyes. Be just a little fleeting image of Richie in a jumpsuit with those white kind of quite high heel boots on. A little bit like Challenge Annika. It's a fantastic mental image. I think I'd be more Kenneth Kendall. <laughs> You've been listening to the Home Time Show on Absolute Radio. When you go home, you've been listening to the Home Time Show. The, the last, last bit, bit of the no repeat guarantee. Soon, May, your tea will come. You can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel. The Home Time Show is about the Essex Loop, the bird invasion, and I hate for Bing. The Home Time Show, we speak of pundit shoes and a lass called Leona. Soon, May, your tea will come. You can, you can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel.